Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's basketball championship finals, the NHL hockey conference finals, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we have our legend segment. And tonight, we got some true legends from the city of Delray Beach, Delray Rock, Atlantic High heroes, Mr. Nelson McMurrian. Nelson, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Bobby. I appreciate you having me on. John Hires. Welcome to the show, John. Hey, Bobby. So glad to be here with you guys. (laughs) And this guy, the the last guy introducing, he's special to me because he, he was a guy who always got the ball to me. My center, Mr. Kevin Norland. Kevin, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you, Bobby. How's it going? Man, it's going great, man. Listen, I've been doing this show now for about two years, and uh, I've been amazed um, at all the guys that I've had the opportunity to talk to from Delray Beach. I mean, it just goes on and on and on, right? And so we got a lot of people to talk to, and uh, but we have a rich tradition. Um, that's worth talking about. And so I'm, I've always been proud of Delray and, you know, where I've come from and, you know, everywhere I go in life, you know, everybody who know me, they know about Delray Beach. And, and you guys made it that way. You know, you guys, all three of you guys were um, graduating class of 78 out of Atlantic High School. But we all started playing football way before Atlantic High School. You know, we all started playing when we were little kids with the Delray Rocks, right? And so that, that, that was amazing. I remember um, the very first year I played, um, Nelson and I were on the same team. Yep. And um, Nelson, we were loaded with guys, man. When I think about the talent that we had on that one little bitty team, it, it was amazing. And so, so we're going to go back, guys. We're going to talk about our childhood. We're going to talk about um, you know, how we started out and, you know, we're going to talk about our high school experience and we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, right? So let's just have some fun and enjoy, enjoy ourselves tonight. So listen, man, Nelson, I got to start with you. All right. So you and I, the, the first time we met, we started playing ball for Bump Mitchell. He was okay. the head coach of the 80, was it 80 pound or 85 pound? 80 pound, I believe. Yeah. 80 pound. Um, your dad was um, part of the roster. He was, he was one of the coaches on that team. And I think uh, Mr. Guys, um, Mr. Guys uh, was, yeah, Mr. Guys was yeah. one of the co- coaches on that team, and um, I, I tell you what, that that was tough. So we had, um, we had, I was a quarterback in the beginning. Um, Bump saw me throwing the football in the in the street one day, and he said, "I need you to play quarterback." But after the first game, after Keith Washington ran four touchdowns on us. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, Keith started playing football, John and Kevin with um, Plantation. Yeah. yeah. And so the first game we played that year, Keith scored like four touchdowns in a game and, and ripped us, and we lost that game. Mm. And the next week, I find myself alternating running in um, plays with the running backs and the fullbacks and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. And so, so we had myself, we had Nelson, who played fullback. 
I mean, he was a deep fullback. And we had a guy named Van Williams, Preston Williams. Oh, my God, right? Yeah. And then he played left halfback. And then we had Bernard Parker playing the right halfback. And me and P. Nanny. You remember P. Nanny, Ernest Williams? I do, yeah. All right. So <laughs> we, we just kept bringing the plays, right? We're running the plays. And so it was amazing. So you look at all of us, any one of us who touched the ball, I mean, any one of us could take it the distance every time we touched the ball. And so that was that was that was a fun that was a fun time for me. Tell me what you remember, man, from from that first year with uh, Bump Mitchell and your dad. Well, I, I I guess the first thing I remember is practices <laughs> out there behind Plumosa, and 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 you know I'm thinking to myself, this is football. This is how football is going to be. Um, but I just remember now, and especially looking back now, Bobby, you look back at all the people, the the talent, like mm. you say, that was playing there. I mean, it was. At the time, we didn't realize it. Right, exactly. But but as you kept going up and you kept moving up, and and you know, you guys moved to a to a team above mine right. in weight class, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at these guys going, I don't know if I want to play the next level, <laughs> you know, because they were just they were just strong players. Absolutely. And then when they got into high school, it's like you just see everybody and how they flourished when they got there. But Absolutely. there was so much talent that came up through the rocks. I mean, it was just a breeding ground. It was. And, and you know the thing that I'm so I'm I think I'm fortunate because we had Delray Rocks. Um, because I had a chance to play organized football, tackle football yeah. at a young age. Um, and I remember when I truly learned how to tackle, I was on I was in the eighth grade um playing with Red Odom. Um <laughs> sitting on the bench for the first time and I was going crazy, pulling my hair out, John. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's hard to sit on that bench, right? And so I'm playing with guys who are two years older, uh, a year to two years older, and I'm sitting on the bench. But the good news, uh, the thing that happened that was great from that was the fact that uh, Red Odom taught me how to tackle. And, you know, I looked down, I, I looked down the road, you know, a couple of years later, I'm starting free safety in high school on defense, you know, because I learned how to tackle in the eighth grade, right? <laughs> and so and so those stories are just, everybody's got their own story. But so, Kevin, now, when was your first year um, playing youth football? I played on the 105-pound team. That was the next year? Who yeah, was your coach? Year. Was it Don? Um, or was it Benny? Was it Benny? Benny. 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 Yeah. All right. So then you, you played with Benny. You played with Tom Smith then. I did. I, I was I was a little I was a little heavy, you know. I was too heavy to play on the eighty pound team, so I had oh, wow. I had to I had to lose weight to play on a hundred and five pound team my first wow. year. Yeah. Hey, 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 John, it was so funny, right? Because I remember, and I, and I remember my first year with Bump. Um, sometimes I had to run in the morning before the game, um, put on the plastic, and get in the mm-hmm. in the shower yeah. with the steam going on yeah. at the Civic Center, right? Yeah. And, and lose weight, and then you go make the weight, they give you a hot dog, and you go out there and play. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was crazy. So so you played 105 was the first year you played there for Benny. It was. That was the first year. In fact, that, I think I played two years, okay. two years or three years there. Wow. Before we, wasn't it 130 or 135 and the you, next you level? You came up because you, you, you were really, you were my um, center my last year, um, 130 pounds. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember that, right? So you snapped the ball for me most of my life. <laughs> I, I got stuck at center, and I was a center for the rest of my life. You know, it's amazing how you can get labeled with one thing, right? And, and it just sticks with you the rest of your life, right? I just never was very big, except for on that hundred and five pound team. That was, uh, you know, I was a big kid for that. Yeah, but other than after that, I was pretty small. And uh-huh. just got stuck playing center. So I think so you, I think you were that size, Kevin, in high school. I know. I wasn't much bigger in high school. So, so how much? How much did you weigh in high school? You remember? I think I was about one sixty-eight, one seventy, something oh, like that's that. That's crazy, man. That's crazy, man. And For I, a lineman, what, that's pretty light. Well, I, I, it's real light to be an offensive lineman, and uh, Coach Harris had you ready to play, though. That's for sure, right? Oh yeah, he was a tough guy. Oh my god, he was awesome. He, he was an awesome guy. So, so John, you know, you started playing with the Rocks as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I think I weighed about sixty four pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
And I don't know what the smallest team was, but that's the team I was on. Was it 64, 65? No, the, the weight class was 85, but you just weighed 64 pounds. I weighed 64 pounds. Right. <laughs> and, I was, and I remember I played defensive tackle because I could run. So Exactly. You know, and then I the next year I I think I played I think I played outside linebacker, some kind of linebacker, mm -hmm. you know, and I remember we went to plantation to play for a championship. Ah. And you know, back then I, we didn't have any money for either. and and they they just had a bunch of shoes they'd hand out to you. <laughs> you know, you, you, you know, nobody bought shoes, they had shoes and they were yeah, shoes. <laughs> And I had some the shoes didn't fit. <laughs> We lost against Plantation, and I thought, man, if I'd have had some shoes that fit, <laughs> I could have done been. better, you know. But, <laughs> well, well, I, I, but Bunk Mitchell was great. Oh, I man. Mean, I loved him. He he would follow all of us all the way through high school, you know. That was pretty Yes, neat. he did. Yes, yep. he did. You know, it's amazing, John. Uh, I remember, you know, when I think back on every coach I had, right? I, I, I try to remember what they taught me, right? And so, Nelson, I remember that year when I was playing with Bump, and um, I was in practice one day, and I didn't block, right? I didn't make a block and probably didn't give an effort. Let's just be real. I, you know, I, I always thought in my mind, it, it, this was crazy, right? Why am I blocking in the first place? Just give me the ball. <laughs> Always had that idea, right? Just give me the ball, you know, because Van was more of a physical guy, you know. Um, Bernard Parker was a physical guy. They could run the ball. Don't let them do the blocking and put me in the, on the ball. So I'm in practice one day, and um, I didn't block or I missed a block or whatever. And so and he was just sick of it. He was just sick of me, right? So he made the offense go in the huddle and um, he made me stand up next to him and he took the ball and hit me in my gut, right? Knocked the wind out of me, right? So I go down to, I go down the ground on the knee and he said, get up. So I get up and he, he looked at the defense and said, look, I'm going to blow the whistle. And he said, I want every, all 11 of you guys to hit body, right? And he, he looked at me and he said, and you better not fall down. <laughs> so, so Bobby, I remember that. You remember that, right? <laughs> I remember that. I do. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I guess he was teaching me a lesson, but he yeah. taught everybody a lesson that day. He taught everybody a lesson. If you got a block, you better do your assignment. And, <laughs> and here's, here's what he taught me, that, you know, the game was not about me. You know, it was bigger than me. It was about the collective team. And when you got an assignment and a job to do, do your job to the best of your ability. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is a team game. And, you know, and, and I'm glad I had him, a tough coach like that at a young age, you know, to kind of steal that kind of thing in me. Look, this is not about you, dude. <laughs> you know, when you got a block, you make the block, right? And so I learned that from Bump Mitchell, hands down. So, right. so, so, Kevin, did, well, Kevin, you didn't play for him, but, but Nelson, what, what, what's one of your favorite Bump Mitchell stories? Well, I think just the way what you're talking about, I mean, he – I had to listen to my dad going home every day, which was not fun. Um, but but what I think bump to to your point, what bump did is it wasn't a it wasn't a free for all. Right. He was serious about the game. Yeah, he was serious, and and he taught us you work hard and you win. You don't work hard and you're going to lose. That's right. And he just instilled that worth that work ethic. Mm -hmm. And I think you know it plays on in my life today. To be oh, honest, absolutely, with you. absolutely. Um, I, I think back at him and he was always a, like a, like I say not a hero, but kind of like a hero to me when I was that, that age, because he was an authority figure that meant a lot to me. Mm -hmm. yes. And he just instilled on me in, in me that you, again, that you work hard, you're going to get rewarded for it. And if you don't, you're going to pay for it. You're gonna um, pay, absolutely. And, absolutely. You know, I remember the gauntlets. Um, you know, he was, he was big on that. If he, to your point, he, when he, when you, you had that episode with him with the ball, uh -huh. the rest of us had to run the gauntlet and, and you learned real quick to take care of business, right? Uh, or you're going to have to pay the price. But right. he just, you know, he was such a true leader 
And oh, yeah. again, I think you don't realize that until you get up in age when you're when you're yeah. a kid of that age, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily see it. But when you get up and you get into the real real world, oh, absolutely right. It brought right. a lot of meaning to me. So he was a great leader. He was a great, great leader. And I tell you what, I, I found out a lot of things about him later on in life that I didn't know. Um, and, and I'm still learning things about um, men in Delray who were great football players who we knew in the community, but we had no idea. You know, I heard Bump had played football at Carver High, but he was a stud quarterback at Carver High, right? <laughs> and so I, I was privileged. Um, one of the gentlemen that I had on the show about a year ago sent me this information. I don't know if you can see it. Yep. 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 Yeah. Okay. And he sent me this information, and it has a list of all the Carver High teams, wow. stats. Who made all conference? Who were all the great players? And of course, Bunt mm-hmm. Mitchell was an all-world player at quarterback. Um, and it's no wonder why Toot, Toot Vincent Mitchell, his son, was a was a great quarterback. You know, because um, um, his dad showed him the way. And and I, I had an uncle in there. I had no idea that he played the uncle that I'm named after, Bob Bobby Butler. Right? I had no idea he was a stud offensive center, Kevin. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, he was a stud. He was the first all-conference center at Carver High School. I'm sure he was bigger than I was, though. Yeah, and so I learned. Oh, he he had to be. I learned (laughs) so much from this, right, about the history of Delray. But then, Coach Price sent me this, guys. He sent me this. A matter of fact, what I'm going to do, I'll make sure all you guys get a copy of this. No, this is the history of Seacrest High School from the beginning. Wow. You know, all the players, you know, Let's what they see. did and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. You you, you, you would really love to, to go through that and, and see some of the guys. Wow. You know, some of the men that were teaching school at high school that we had no idea they even played high school football. Yeah, that's right. Uh, or, they, or they were coaches at one time. Or they were coaches at one time. Well, I never thought Norman Price had anything to do with football at all. You know, I thought he was a yeah. basketball coach. Oh, basketball. And, and he was a great track coach. And then I had a chance to interview him um, a few months ago. He's 90-something years old. 90, oh, no. Is it 95, I think? Wow. He's still swimming three times wow. a week. It's, 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 Kevin is amazing, right? It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And he talked about coming here um, in Delray, I think it was in 1954, and he had the chance to um, – because he played football in college. He was a three-sport guy in college. Now, we're not talking about just some small college at the University of Arkansas. He played football. He played basketball. And he was a 47-quarter-mile runner. Wow. Mm. So he's a heck of an athlete, right? And so he brought the wing T to Seacrest High School. I thought Coach Wilder brought that offense to the high school. Yeah. But it, but it was it was um, Coach Norman Price. Wow! So just a lot of history. I I got to get that information to you guys so you could yeah, that'd be great. Spend some time with it and, and and enjoy it, man. But listen, so John, so you were born you you were fast, right? I mean you you were fast. You were born speed. Well, I, I think so. Oh, you yeah. had to, you had to because you never <laughs> ran on the track team. Well, I did, Bobby. You forgot. <laughs> I was a sophomore, and we went to Lake Worth, and we beat Lake Worth. I ran the first leg of the sprint medley. Okay, all right. And the, and, and Bobby told you, I don't know if you you probably don't remember that, but you were, I think you ran, you brought, you ran the last leg. Uh-huh. I think. And I, I probably I, ran, I probably ran the, um, or somewhere. The 220 leg. Well, here's what, mm-hmm. what I remember my brief, uh, uh, track career uh-huh. and I was stupid not to you know do track but you learn later in life what you should have done maybe but I remember we won the sprint met we I think we won the meet but we won mm-hmm. the sprint medley mm-hmm. and and you know of course uh, people walk who's the little white kid running the first <laughs> leg of the fifth <laughs> grader you know and uh who's the little white kid running and, uh, so that's my you know, we went around. I, I had that year, and I should have stayed with it, but, you know. You should have stayed with it, man. Because you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. See, I never played baseball. I know Nelson was a great baseball player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Matter of fact, I can't even remember ever seeing Atlantic High play a baseball game. 
because track and field was going on at the same time. Right. And yeah. but what I do what I do remember, there are moments where Mo Wesley and Keith Washington, if we had the baseball game and the track meet going on at the same time, that after they get got finished with their baseball duties, they would come over to the track and run an event. Yeah. Or Keith Keith would long jump because Keith was a heck of a he long jump. Yeah. Oh man, he he can jump. And so, and they and got us points. Him and Mo Wesley got us points all the time on the track team. But our track program was the best in Palm Beach County. It was one of yeah. the best track teams in the South, right? Coach Harris was the man, too. Coach Harris was the man. But we just had guys, man. It's just like our football team. There's so many guys that can run. Think about it. You know, that can just run. And um, and then you had guys like uh, Muttley who was throwing the shot. Oh. You know, David Richards. Remember David Richards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. David Richards was a great shot putter, but David Richards was one of the best 220 sprinters that we had, John. Yeah, wow. And he would get on that track. It was amazing, right? And he'll hold his breath the whole race. And when he's coming to the finish, <laughs> when he's coming to the finish line, you can say his head was about to blow up. it was a lot of fun man so all of us you know uh we had the the privilege of uh, playing ball and what i like to say in a a great culture you know athletic culture that a lot of places don't have because i look at um and i I used to think at one time nelson that it was it was delray rock related but when I started interviewing guys who played before the Derry Rocks even started, they talk about at Seacrest and they talk about at Carver High where they started playing with the varsity in the eighth grade. Yeah. And they would get lumps and get beat up for like three years <laughs> before they got an opportunity to play, right? Yeah. And, and, because the, ta- the talent was so strong. Oh, my gosh. So, so many ahead of them, yeah. yeah. So, so, so let's talk about this because um, the talent at Atlantic High School was tremendous. All right. Uh, especially at the skill positions in high school. Right. So I think back when I was a freshman, I, did, I didn't play school ball. I played the rocks my last year as a ninth grader. But the team that went to the state title game for the first time, the team that Danny Titwell was a quarterback on. Right. And Luther Mosley was Luther Mosley, I think, ran in plays. He was one of the guys who alternated. But then you had Dwayne Blunt. You had big Jim Fisher who was probably the biggest player on the whole team right. running the ball at fullback mm-hmm. um, and, and you just had a bunch of guys that were talented. And so it, it was never like, you, you know how, like when you see a great running back play, you, 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 Tony Dorsey, he's running all the ball. Herschel Walker, he's running the ball all the time. All these guys are dominating the ball. We never had a guy that dominated the ball. I don't care what class you look at, right? Yeah. You have three or four guys that are care- they, that, that's carrying the ball, and e- any one of these guys can take it the distance anytime they touch it. Yeah, yeah. So I look at my my I look at um, that class. Then my sophomore year, we had Luther Mosley, Chuck Jones, David Peel, and Muttley, Elijah Davis. Right, those four guys, and Jim Hager. Yeah, because oh, I was Hager. a freshman when I met you there, Bobby. That's right. On that team. On that team. And that so we team. had th- those guys. In there. <laughs> and, and then my junior year, we have Muttley, we have Mo Wesley, we have Jim Hager, and we got Don Monroe running the ball. And that's when I alternated with Jim all the time. You alternated my with Jim. sophomore year. Your sophomore year. Yep. And then we had, that's right, John was running. And then yep. we get up to, you know, um, my senior year, and we got John, we got Nelson, we got Larry Coffey, we got Keith Washington, and we got Charles yep. Newman. Yep. So it's like wow. every year there's four or five guys. You know, we had that much talent. And so it had been a shame, really, if we had a one-back system or a two-back system Yeah. that one guy carried the ball all the time. Yeah. It really would have been a shame yeah. because we had, you know, we had so, so much talent. Right. Well, and you want to you want to be man. If I can get the ball ten times, that was the man. You know, I want it ten or ten, times. ten was a was just that's, that's, a big, that's a big number in that backfield. Right? Ten times. That's a big number. Right. <laughs> what did Nelson? Ten yeah, times. Yeah, but you think about it, Bobby. When you've got talent spread out like that, 
Think about what a nightmare that is for a defense. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's a yeah, nightmare. You, you look at some of the teams that we played that had one standout star. That's right. And oh, yeah. all you did was take care of them, and the rest was easy. The rest was easy. You, you they said. they they had to they had to defend a lot of people when we were on the field. Well, yeah. you 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 couldn't you couldn't you couldn't um, key on one guy. Correct. Because you know everything we did had a counter to it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. the whole offense that we ran. It was really predicated on the dive play, yep. mm-hmm. and so that means Kevin had to do his job. <laughs> <laughs> Not only yeah. snap the ball, but we're gonna run that ball in that that one of that that right there that one of the two hole right mm-hmm. right there, and so you had to make your block right, and so um, and everything was based off that dive play. So if we don't give the dive play. We fake the dive and we give it to the sweep, to the wing back in motion. Mm-hmm. Or we fake the dive, we fake the sweep, and we bootleg. Mm-hmm. Or, or we do the crossbar. Or, or we quick pitch. Yeah. And yeah. then off the quick pitch, we run that beautiful counter. Yeah. You know, and so it was like, and those were our plays, right? Yeah. And and then I know for me, you know, when I first started playing uh, quarterback, you know, I wanted to, when they call a bootleg, Right. I just felt like I had to outrun the defensive end, just just break containment and get out there on the corner. Right. And have options. Right. And then as I kept playing, I learned, hey, man, I don't have to do that. You know, I can pull up behind tackle because these guys are running down the field wide open, you know, because most people had to put eight, nine guys in the box to stop our running game. And so passing the football was easy because we really didn't have to, to be honest with you, think about it. Right. We, we really didn't have to. But I remember my junior year and the first game that I, I, I started, um, Coach Wilder put in these special plays against Glade Central <laughs> where he, he would split Steve Kinnears out wide to the left. And um, and then he'll put Moab in a slot and he'll run Steve off because they run like a cover three, right? And then Moore run like a 15-yard out, Nelson. And I'm telling, we just destroyed them with that play. <laughs> I mean, and they they couldn't figure it out, right? And we just drop it over Strong Safety's head and more catch it, right? And so, but we never did it again. <laughs> that game. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking with the talent that we got, and you think, you think, when, or, to me, Mo Wesley and Keith Washington, they're the same person. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right, same, same time, right? Yep. So we had Mo Wesley doing that my junior year, your sophomore years. And then the next year we had Keith Washington. And Keith never ran that play, by the way. We didn't even do it, did we, Bobby? We never yeah. did it. That's what I'm saying. We never, never did saw it. it again. And you think mm-hmm. about all the, the guys who were athletic, Larry Coffey, yeah. Um, yeah. guys who could catch the ball out of the backfield. Man, we could have really made a living doing some of that stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> kind of just like broke it open a little bit, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. Kevin, let me ask you this question. I mean, you were buck sixty-five in high school playing center. That's about the. That's about it. Yeah. About it. So, what about the guys who played next to you? I mean, what do, what do you remember about them? Because I think that year, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I know Todd Vaughn was a guard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Todd probably was about the same size, right? Yeah. And we then all... we had Johnny Roll. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny Roll. Johnny Roll was probably the same size, right? <laughs> And then at tackle, we had uh, Nevad, right, Jamie? Right, Jamie. And, Jamie. We, and then we had uh, Sam Dobson. Yeah. Yep. Right? And how big were those guys, you think, Sam and, and Jamie? About 185, 190 maybe? Yeah, they weren't very big, you know, 200 pounds max. At, at the know, most, but, right? Yeah, but the three of us in the middle, you know, we're all little guys. And Coach Harris, you know what his thing was? Mm-hmm. Got to be quick like a cat. That was his thing. Quick like a cat. So if you're across the ball before they are, you know, you're going to win. You're going to win. That's right. And so that's what we're, that's what everything was predicated on. We didn't have to be big. We just had to get across there and then hold them. Mm -hmm. You know, we we all had strong legs. We were strong guys, Mm -hmm. but, uh, just weren't very big, you know, (laughs) you you couldn't be 
You mentioned Glade Central. I remember we played against the guy that was a nose guard in Glade Central. And he was like 300 pounds. <laughs> Big guy. He, he, 300 pounds was like unheard of. Oh, it was unheard of. Yeah, right. yeah. Exactly. You know, he, but that's all he was, was just huge. You he's know, just huge. right. He right. just blo- bl- plugged up. So we just double teamed him the whole day, <laughs> you know. That's all Those are some fun days, man. Those so are you fun guys, days. you Kevin, you couldn't gain any weight. There's no way we could gain any weight on that football that team that we were on because oh, we no. didn't even get a water break. No, no. <laughs> you know, it was a privilege. It was a privilege to go get water. water you know? might get one water break, so there's no way you're gaining any weight through the year. I, oh, I no. tell you, our coaches, our coaches, if they were coaching today, the they would go to jail. They would. <laughs> They would. They would. Uh, no water, man. No, no water. water. Two and a half hour practice. Well, but, right. What do you need water for? It's a South Florida. What do you know? need water for? Exactly right. You're so, weak if you need water, man. You're weak. <laughs> that's what it was. Hey, that's what it was. They made yeah. it like you're weak. If yeah, you, need you water. felt that. You know. They didn't think. Well, they 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 might fall out if they don't if they're dehydrated or something. Like that. They, it didn't matter, right? Well, didn't matter. You couldn't gain any weight, man. You didn't know So, Kevin, <laughs> let me say this to you. Did you know that Coach Harris played center at Seacrest? No, I was, didn't know that. And was a starting middle linebacker at Seacrest High School for Steve Harden. He was a center for Steve Harden. Yep. For Steve Harden? Harden? Yeah. Wow. He, was a, he was Steve's center. And so when I was a kid, um, you know, my father's a pastor, so I didn't get a chance to go to a lot of Carver High games. You know, unless somebody came and took me, right? My my dad wasn't taking me. So I used to stay home and listen to Seacrest play on the radio as a kid, right? And mm-hmm. so I knew about Coach Harden. I knew about Dennis Matthews. I knew about Doug Davis. I knew about all those star players they had at Seacrest because nine out of ten times I was going to be left home Friday night listening to that game in my bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. And so Coach Harris was the center and the starting middle linebacker at Seacrest High School. That's amazing. That's amazing, right? It is yeah. amazing. That's 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 amazing. So he knew what he was talking about. And yeah. here's the crazy thing, guys. He ran the same offense we ran in high school. Really? Same 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 offense. <laughs> wow. They've been running that offense since I'm telling you, since um uh, since the 50s. Hmm. <laughs> so Bob, Bobby, my my uh, sister was in the same class as them. So I used to go to the football games on Friday. Oh wow! And you know they had all the people you you named and Ed and and um, uh, let's see, Hoppy Hotchkiss, who yes. actually married my my sister. And wow. you know I can remember. And that's another thing you talk about, kind of the the years ahead of us that mm-hmm. it kind of gave us something to shoot for. Absolutely. I remember meeting them after the game, and I was just in awe of them. Absolutely, you know, just great athletes. They had great teams back then. Steve Hart and the quarterback. They you know, he was awesome. He they was had amazing. great teams. Yeah, and, and, you, and you said it, Nelson, because I know, you know, and I and Anthony Penn. I, when I saw Anthony Penn play for the first time, I always wanted to play running back. That, let me say that first and foremost. As a kid, I wanted to play running back. Right. Because I saw Gail Sayers do his thing on one day, me and my dad watching the Bears play, and I'm watching Gail Sayers, and you know, there's nobody like that guy, right? And I go, man, that's what I want to do. But I was at a Carver High game when Carver High played Roosevelt, and I saw Anthony Penn drop back for a pass, and he couldn't he couldn't set his feet. The rush was on top of him, and he started running to the right. He looped around to the left. And then he made another loop coming back to the right and just losing yards, going back about 20 yards. And next thing you know, he started running toward the line of scrimmage. I thought he was just going to run the ball. And before he got to the line of scrimmage, John, he threw this long pass about 65 yards (laughs) on the field to this receiver named Alfonso Wilson and lit up the scoreboard for a touchdown. And I go, that's what I want to do right there. That's what I really want to do. I want to be Anthony Penn, right? Yeah. And so I used to go outside, man, and, and Larry Coffey, they can tell you, we used to play street ball, and I would go outside, and I would get my T-shirt, and I would write number 10 on it, and I put pen on the back. <laughs> and I'll go in the streets of Delray, and I'll rip them all apart. <laughs> I'll rip them apart. And so that, that was the fun thing, the fact that we had the opportunity to see some of those guys, right, play. 
and um, and look forward to the opportunity that we're going to get in the future, right? And and, and, it, and it was just amazing. But our generation, we really got the chance to 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 start early and play rock ball, right? And get some reps in. And so I want to ask uh, Nelson. I got to ask you this question because this is important. And I'm still kind of, you know, we grew up together. I, I kind of know the story, but I I still don't don't get it all yet, right? <laughs> um, you know, we all knew you as a running back, fullback, but you were one of the greatest field goal kickers that we've ever had in Palm Beach County. He was the best. He was the best. But, but the thing that get me is that the soccer style, you know, I think we had this conversation not long yeah, ago. Yeah. I mean, how do you pick that up? We never played soccer at that age. Nobody did. We did in phys ed, but we ended up picking the ball up playing football. <laughs> and so, I mean, who taught you that? Where did that come from? So with the Rocks, um, uh, Gary Yeager was on our on our team, and his dad was a soccer player. Okay. And so, you know, with the Rocks, when you kicked an extra point, you got two points instead mm -hmm. of if you ran it, you got one. So it was right. the opposite of what it mm -hmm. what it normally is. So you know, he we were out there, we were we were practicing. I was kicking straight on, not doing too well with it at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and he came up to me from what I remember, it's quite a few years ago, but, you know, he came up, he's talking to me and my dad and talking about, hey, you want to try it a different way. Mm -hmm. And so he showed me a couple of times and then worked with me. And that's what, that's what started it. Wow. And, and so I, I want to say it was on the 85 pound team that we actually started kicking. We started kicking. I remember, and, right. And it was two points every time we made it. Man, so that's, it was, amazing. Uh, it was so just kind of a, out of a. Um, I guess a fluke just having him there is what, what happened. Right. Well, I, nope. well, I don't believe nothing's by accident, man. So it, it was well, divine. It yeah. was meant to be. Man. It was supposed to happen because not only, and, and the reason I say that um, Nelson for sure is because you just didn't kick for the rocks and you just didn't kick in high school. You went right. to college as a field goal kicker, right? you know, and, and specialized in that and did a great job in college. And so, so I mean, yeah, it, it was your destiny, man. Yeah, it turned it turned out to be. I would have. I'm kind of like you, Bobby. I had my my mindset and my mm -hmm. dream set on a certain thing, and right. you know, I wanted to be a running back. That's what I love doing. Right. Mm -hmm. um, when I got to college, I went to the University of North Alabama. They had some great running backs there. Mm -hmm. So uh, my freshman year, I, I started kicking. I led the league in scoring. Mm -hmm. uh, made all conference as a freshman. I came back. <laughs> going into spring practice. And I told the coach, I, I want to run the ball. I want to run the ball. <laughs> so I touched the ball about three times in spring during uh -huh. the spring uh, practice. Right. And uh, the third time went around end and got clipped and tore my ankle all to shreds. Oh, and he came up to me and he says, that's the last time you're going to touch the ball that's with it. your hand, that's with your it. hands. And well, uh, you know, it, it's, it ended up being a very, very good career for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I wouldn't change a thing for it. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah, it all started back with the rocks, actually, and, and just wow. just played into wow. it. But uh, well, man, I, really you were well. you, you were you were very good at it, and, and I remember even in high school, um, I used to hold for extra points and field goals, and um, and and I, and I remember I'm gonna say this only happened maybe four or five times where I bobbled the ball <laughs> on the field goal or extra point, more more so extra points. Or if it was snap high, right. you know. Well, Kevin just, never Kevin never snapped it high. Or if it was snapped over my head, I had to get up and jump and get get my vertical inch to, to get it um, where I had to run. But um, we were very consistent at doing that, kicking the extra points and field goal. And, 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 you know, to have a championship team, you've got to have that piece in place, man. We didn't we didn't have to use it that often. Right. Um, you know, we, we had a, a pretty strong offense. So, I mean, I kicked a lot of extra points in high school. Right. Uh, but we did. We this, My senior year, we won two games, two of the first, I think, three games with just a field goal. Wow. So, you know, it 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 uh, it played out well. But the good thing is we had a great offense and most of my points came from extra points <laughs> and, and, and then running. But um, That's cool. yeah, it was a, it, it, it started out as something that you never expected. And, and mm -hmm. I never expected it to play out like it did, but it, it turned out for the it, best. It turned out really good. Yeah. So, so let me ask you guys, I'm going to ask this to John and, um, and Nelson. All right. Both of you guys played um, 
we, we don't call it tailback. We call it wingback um, because we ran double wings. We always had two wingbacks yeah. and a fullback. Um, John, what was your favorite play to run? The counter. The counter? Like that, was a, that was a beautiful <laughs> thing, wasn't it, man? <laughs> it was going 40 yards for sure. And maybe oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're going to get big yards on that. It was but, the most beautiful and, play. Until, he, until Coach Wilder called it five times, Bobby, <laughs> in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, Bobby, Lisa, you know Nelson, what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, Nelson, John and I was having a conversation yesterday, and both of us remember this like it happened last uh, night, right? So, my senior year, we're playing Cardinal Newman, and he called the counterplay. And I think he had ran it about four or five times already. Yeah, I just kept running. And I uh, we ran the counter. And when I go to give it to John, the, the defensive end was like right on it, right? <laughs> and I pulled the ball out and took off running, right? Scored a touchdown. Yeah. Held for the extra point. You kicked it. And I jogged back to the sideline. And Wilder met me halfway. Yeah. And went off on me. Because <laughs> yeah. you messed up the original play. I messed up the play. That's the way he looked at it. took that ball because I was about to get wiped out. Hey, he, was gonna get, he was, he was going to get yeah. clobbered. Yeah. It was just a reaction. I didn't plan yeah. that. It was just a reaction, right? Yeah. That was my best. But but he, 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 he went off on me that night. You know, you sometimes you just have to take it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and you know, Bobby, thank mm -hmm. God for Nelson my senior year because uh – -huh. I was playing at about 80%. I remember, Nelson, I had that knee injury. Yep. And uh, and Nelson filled in for me a lot. Mm -hmm. And, Bobby, I actually got knocked out one game. Oh, wow. And I was playing defense with Nelson, too. Mm -hmm. And and I remember – I couldn't remember my coverages on defense. Oh, wow. So I'm yeah. having to ask Nelson. Nelson, <laughs> you just tell me – you remember that, Nelson? I do. Just tell me what to do. Just, I can't oh, remember. Oh, my God. Just tell yeah. me what to do. And yeah. so finally, I ran a few more on defense, and Nelson thought, "You got to get him out of here. Get him out of here." <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know it's amazing, right? That's, oh, that's man, that's you another... remember that, Nelson? I do. Oh, yeah, guys, yeah. that's that's another thing we did, and I'm going like, man, why did we do that so much? Yeah, you, know, you think about all of our teams, right? Every team that I played on, we had at least six guys playing both ways. Oh yeah, yeah six to uh -huh. seven. That so, got us at the end, though, Bobby. That was, every that every was year, and, and I and I really believe this. I believe part of our problems when we got late in the playoffs, mm -hmm. especially in the semifinal game, seemed like every year in the semifinal game of the playoffs, we get two or three guys hurt. Yeah. And so you get two guys hurt, now you got to replace four positions. Man. Yeah, it's tough. You know, it's tough to do that. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really, I don't really think we had to do that because we had so many talented guys walking the campus. I want you to think about this. You're right. Mo, Mo Wesley never played varsity football until his senior year. <laughs> I want you to think about this. Keith Washington never played varsity football until his senior year. Yep. Two of mm. the greatest athletes yep. to ever come through our school only played one year of high school football. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you could have had a bunch of those guys playing defense. If you if you know, everybody can't play offense. I get that, but Man, we didn't have to play both ways. I can tell you. Yeah, that. you're right. It got us at the end of the it year. It got us every it year. Always did. We had issues. And I remember Keith yeah. Baker, one of your classmates. I remember the state championship game my senior year. We were trying to leave the school. He was in a car accident the morning we were leaving. Oh, the moped. He got run over on his moped. Yeah, he was driving his moped. <laughs> <laughs> he was driving a moped to the game. We were getting to leave. Now, 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 Keith played everything. He, I mean, he was our defensive stud. Yeah. But he was a tight end, him and Jerome Burgess. Yeah. So now, you know, he played the game, but I don't I don't oh. know if he was Keith Baker that night. You know, I don't, I don't, really, know. I don't really know if he was Keith Baker. He came all bandaged up, man. Yeah. Oh, got on the bus. Gosh. Hey, there yeah. was there wasn't much that stopped him. It was he was a little crazy, wasn't a, mo he? a moped accident didn't stop him. Well, <laughs> that, got that, him all bandaged that, up, put him on the bus and played the game. Yeah. That guy had a different motor. And yeah. you, know, you know, he came to Florida State and played with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Tallahassee, they played him at middle linebacker, which was different for him, right? And mm -hmm. but he caught he caught on, and he was playing, and then he he started getting hurt all the time, and I think mm -hmm. he had a knee injury, John, that really stopped him from playing anymore. Yeah, that's what I heard. But he was he's just banged up all the time in college, right? Because yeah. you know yeah. you know Keith gonna give you everything and then wow. every time every you know, play. That, that Even guy, when you talking about a blue collar worker, that that guy right there, I mean he he used to get it done. 
I mean, he, he yeah. used to get it. He used to get it done. And then when I think about your class, I think about the great Jerome Burgess, who was a great yeah. ball player. I mean, he was a great middle linebacker, but probably the best receiver we had. You know, mm-hmm. I know I threw Jerome a lot of touchdown passes when we played. You did. Mm-hmm. Starting as a – when he was a 10th grader, I think I, I hit him on a touchdown pass um, in the play, first playoff game against Okeechobee. So as a sophomore, yeah. he was catching touchdowns, right? And yeah. along with Steve and Tim Swilly, you know, so we, we yeah. had some guys. We had some guys. Yeah. So you, so you guys – yeah, go ahead, Bobby. Go ahead, John. You remember when we went to Okeechobee? They we got off the bus. Nelson, you were on that team, weren't you? When we went to Okeechobee, yeah. uh-huh. we got off the bus and they're laughing at us. And they said, "Oh, this must be the receive uh, the running backs and uh, receivers and stuff." That was the whole team. Yeah. We beat them fifty-eight to eight. We drilled them, man. We, we, we drilled them. Man. We really drilled them. They were laughing we, at we us. So, so, so let me ask you guys a question. All right, I'm gonna name some guys, and I want you to give me your thoughts. Coach Wilder. Tough as nails. Tough guy. <laughs> um, I, can, I can tell you that there were several conversations that I had with him, Bobby, on the sideline. Mm-hmm. When I thought I had done a good play, <laughs> he, when you said what you did about that, that, that you know, the mix-up and you running for a touchdown, there was several. I, I broke pattern on a pass play one time, uh-huh. caught it and went in for a touchdown, and he yelled at me. <laughs> Got up in my face, grabbed my face mask. That's him. That's yeah. him. That's him. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. Again, I, I, just... I, I remember he had those beady eyes, man. He <laughs> two of them eyes, and he'd go right through you, like cut you like a, like a knife, you know? Yeah. Oh. Well, i tell you one thing. I, I really respected him, right? I really respected him. Uh, but he taught me about leadership. Um, I think it was my junior year. Yes, yeah, my junior year. We were running wind sprints at the end of practice. And, you know, it's at the end of practice, man, right? And so I'm jogging with the guys in the middle, you know. And so he made me stay. He sent everybody in the locker room after practice. And he said, I need to talk to you. So he said to me, he said, Bobby, he said, are you the fastest guy on the team? I looked at him like, you, like you don't know. <laughs> And then I said, yes, I am. He said, well, how come you're in the middle of the pack when we're running wind sprints? And then he followed up with this question, and this really messed me up. He said, are you my quarterback? And I'm like, man, this guy is doubting that I can get the job done or what? I said, yes, I'm your quarterback. He said, well, if you'll lead by example and be out front, these guys will follow you anyway. That changed my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, that, that changed my whole life. And Kevin, I don't know how much you remember um, when I used to go go over to the sled with you guys and call the Catons at the sled. I did everything on a quick count. Yeah. And and I know um, um, Sam Dobson. I know Jamie. They used to, they used to get so mad with me. And I said, dude, no, man, we got to be in shape. You know, we play Friday night. You guys got to be out there, and and, and you got to be in condition. So we're gonna do everything on a quick count on the sled. Yeah. I'm not. I don't feel sorry for you. You know. And so, you know. And then when I went to school, I, I, I took that with me. And so when I was a freshman at Florida State, the, the upperclassmen would have to sit me down because I'd go straight to the front of the line with everything, right? And so and not because I was trying to be somebody. I was just remembering what Coach Wilder taught me about being a leader. And, I, and that, that carried me through my whole NFL career, right? Until I got to the point where I couldn't run no more and Dion, those guys were running by me. Even when I was giving my best effort, they were jogging. <laughs> <laughs> you know that day did come for me, John. It did come for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I said you don't realize you're getting a little older till you know you can't run. Until you know you can't that, run. That, 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 that is a true statement, right? You know, and you know that happened for me. I think I was 30 years old. Um, it was 1989. The year Dion was a rookie, and I'm in practice, and I'm and you know I'm I'm trying to turn it over. And I can't go no more. I'm like, what's wrong? Yeah, what's wrong? I'm, yeah. I'm hitting myself. What's wrong? I, you just can't run no more. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so when you're playing every year, it's, it's going to hit you like that. One year, yeah. you're just not going to be able to do what you did the year before. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. and, and it always happens. Uh, I, and I know I played a long time professionally, but, yeah. 
you know, had I knew some things better, I could even play longer. I, I lost my leg strength. That's how I lost my speed. Yeah. Yeah. And so I never trained for it no more. I was just playing football and I should have been training in the offseason. In your legs. Yeah. 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 I should have been trained for it. I just let it go. But yeah. But anyway, uh, that, that's just how that's just how it went. So, all right. So um, Don Baldwin. <laughs> Who, what did you say, Bobby? I lost you. I like Nelson's reaction. I like I like Nelson's reaction. What did right? you, you say, Bobby? I'm really glad that I didn't play end. Let's leave it at that. Oh, Coach Baldwin. Don oh. Baldwin. Coach Baldwin. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, now you know how tough he was, right? Yeah. All right. So listen to this now. This is no joke. The guy who co- coached the secondary at Florida State was the same guy. Jack Stanton. He was the same guy. And, and he coached me four years at, at Florida State. And then he also came to um, Atlanta. Um, he, left, he left Florida State and coached me two years at the Falcons. Wow. He, wow. Man, he just driving you in the ground, man. He just oh. drives. But, but he's a great coach. I, I think I, I love all our coaches, man. So what about this guy? P.J. Henson. <laughs> oh, I love Coach Henson, man. Yeah. I remember in the AV room falling asleep. And they, <laughs> Coach, Coach Wilder said that right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember that? You guys remember that? I remember yeah, that. I remember the AV room. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I love it. Yeah. Now, now it, it, it's funny, right? Because when I think about our coaches, right? We had a great coaching staff. Oh yeah, you know, and I like to add to that because I know Coach Hart left um, my senior year. He didn't coach, and so he coached me um, two years in high school, sophomore year, my junior year. Uh, I like to put him in that group. He's a special guy to me, personally. You know, Coach Harden because he taught me so much uh, at the position playing quarterback. And the guy had my arm. Like my junior year, my arm was so strong, man. And then he left, and I was and I was the quarterbacks coach myself. My senior year. So Coach Wilder would leave me with, um, you know, with, you know, well, Larry didn't, he didn't hang out with us. Um, Sharp, Sharp was playing quarterback. Mike Sharp. Uh-huh. And so I had to go through all the drills and, you know, show them all the drills and we had to do them. And so I was the quarterback coach my last year, <laughs> which was not good, right? <laughs> but, you know, it's amazing. Every one of our coaches, they're gone now. Yeah. They've all passed and gone on, right? But. I tell you one thing, I, I I never forget either one of them. You know, they always be special in my heart. You, you know, you got to have such a great love for those guys because even you know when when your coaches are real hard on you, and at, at the time you never understand it, but later on in life you yeah. start figuring things out. And I, I can remember when coach told me that, right, or when coach did this, and you know, and and so they live with you on the rest of your life. And and we had a great group of guys. A great yeah. group of coaches, man, who coached us, and uh, and and, and, Co- and Coach um, Harris was, um, you know, he was a great coach, and he was a great mentor to me personally yeah. as well. He wasn't just a coach, and you know, he always looked out for me. And then on the track team, he would give me the business all the time. And, you know, he coached me hard in track and and stuff like that. But I mean, I, where would we be without those guys? You yeah, know, where yeah. would we be? And Nelson, I really wanted the opportunity as a kid. I thought my world was coming to an end when we integrated schools. Yep. And I didn't get a chance to play at Carver High School for Roger Coffey, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, man, that, that was a special time. And, you know, and you know, Larry, Larry and I are best of friends to this day. And I spent, I spent so many days in his house eating their food and listening <laughs> to Coach Coffey talk about football. And was really waiting on the opportunity to play at Carver and never got that chance. But the chance I did get was a, well, it couldn't have been any better, right? Yeah. Playing at I'm, I'm glad you didn't get the chance, Bobby. It worked out yeah. for us. And, yeah. and you know what's amazing yeah. about us, right? At our school, we never had issues. Nope. Never. Never. We never had racial issues. No. no. You know, we never had. I tell problems. people that today. We never. What is. What, we didn't have this stuff going we, on. We, we never had those problems. You know, mm-hmm. we went to practice. We loved each other. You know, I, you know, it was a great experience. And, and it was yeah. so good that every time we have a reunion, man, it's like the best time. You know, and, and not only the, the, the our teammates, but the student body. You yeah. know, what yeah. they remember yeah. about the time we had at Atlantic High School was special 
uh, not only for us, but for them, you know. And yeah, so yeah. That, that says a lot about um, the Atlantic Half family, especially in those yeah, early yeah. days, right? Bobby, you guys remember about a two-hour, three-hour pep rallies. <laughs> We'd be yeah. out of school. Oh, I love it. Friday. Friday was good. <laughs> oh, hey, we just won't go back to class today. Hey, John, you know what I found out? That we're <laughs> the only school having pep rallies every Friday. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nobody did that. They wow. may have two or three in a year. Oh. But we had them every Friday. Yeah. And yeah. I tell you, I tell you what, one of the things, two things I really uh, enjoyed about our pet rallies. Coach Wilder was really good with that mic in his hand. Oh, he was. <laughs> That's how he got the nickname Reverend Carney, right? Yep. <laughs> oh, man, he can get, I mean, he'll have the student body ready to go and run into a wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and then, Coach Harris. Coach Harris would get up there. Remember him? Coach was good. But yeah. I'm going to tell you who else was really good was Dick Ennis. Dick remember Ennis. Mr. Ennis? Yes. Yeah. He was special with the mic in his hands on that stage. It man. was amazing, the, the parts that would come together, you know? Oh, it's, it's amazing, you know? And so, and then it was so funny to me. So when, when I go to Florida State and, you know, Coach Harton left and he started coaching at FSU. I don't know if y'all knew that or not. Yep. That's why yeah, he left. I, so. I didn't know that till a few years ago. Yeah, he went, he went to FSU. Yeah. And he was part of the, the the guys who came to recruit me to go to Florida State. Yeah. And I loved Coach Harton. So, you know, he had my ear big time. I'm just telling you right now. Yeah. You know, he was special to me. So he had my ear in the recruiting process. And um, and so when I was at Florida State, he started to tell me some of the stories that uh, Coach Wilder and the coaching staff would do. <laughs> so I remember this one in particular he told me about the newspaper article you guys were sophomores, and we played John I. Leonard up at John I. Leonard, and Carlos Carson was the star running back. Oh, yeah, I remember. You remember Carlos? They called him the magic yeah. man, right? Yeah. yeah. So right. Carlos, you know, and so I don't know if y'all remember this newspaper article that they had on the wall. The magic man says he's going to do this to the Eagles defense. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, they had all this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And they had us, Coach Henson, Coach Harris, Coach Wall. They had us so fired up to play against Carlos Carson. And, you know, I felt sorry for the guy in the game because Chuck Cunningham was not playing that night. <laughs> he was no joke that night, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and then I found out that that what that didn't come out of the Palm Beach Post. That, they put it out there. They, they typed they, it up. They, and they went to the school newspaper and wrote it up in the, with the school newspaper. <laughs> And put all the titles on there, and we thought it came from the Palm Beach Post, and we thought that Carlos Carson said Carlos didn't say none of that. Nothing. So then it had me thinking, what else did they do? To yeah. well, I think they like, did some other things like that through the years. So, I, I, so my senior year, we're playing Titusville mm -hmm. um, in the semifinals yeah. at Atlantic. Chris Collinsworth. And Chris Collins him, right? yeah. and Reggie Heron was on that team. Yeah. Yeah. And so we go to, um, we're in the AV room, right? We're always going there to watch the film, right? Before mm -hmm. we would take the field. And so I was in the AV room and I left something. I can't remember what it was. And so I had to get to the locker room before Coach Wilder got out of there. So I ran back to the locker room and I got in the locker room and I was in my locker and I can hear him talking to the head coach from Titusville. And they were, they were buddies, right? And they were talking and laughing and having a good time. I can hear everything. So I get what I got and I and I sprinted back over there. When Coach Wilder came in the AV room, he was red. So he was red. So evidently he was outside holding his breath or something, right? And he came in there and he started walking fast. He said, I talked to the coach. He's talking about how small you are. He's laughing at us. He don't think we're good enough. They got all this, they got all that. And he picked up the table and threw the table. <laughs> we don't need to watch no film. Let's go kick them behind, right? Yeah, Everybody's yeah. just going crazy. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, that's something. <laughs> <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> He's lying. No. And so I'll never forget that. And we go out and we play the heck of a game and, and we end up winning that game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was a 14 7 game. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I yeah. think that was the first game that Larry first really start to get his his feet back under him because he got hurt um, yeah. early in the season that year. And I think Larry rushed about 200 yards that night. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. He had, a, he had a big time game. 
and then we and we shut Chris Cosworth down, and we ended yeah. up winning the game. So yeah, it, it yeah. was a beautiful thing. But yeah. I'm going, I was like, that guy, he just told us a bunch of lies right there. <laughs> <laughs> he probably he he was great at motivating us before the oh, game. Man. It was probably all lies, flinging chairs and tables around, man. Motivator. Now, Coach Bout was really good at a pregame speech, right? Yeah. But Coach Bout was a different guy, the way yeah. he went about it, right? Coach Wilder is the wildest motivator <laughs> of all time, right? But he get the job done, man, big yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he got it done big time. And the way he would do that, especially when he's in a pet rally, and then when I, when I ask you about him, he's really a serious guy. I mean, he was a no-nonsense guy all the yeah. time, right? Yeah. It was almost like when you walked in a room with him, you know, you're, you're quiet. <laughs> you know, it's like, what, what is he going to say to me today, right? What, yeah, yeah, that's you right. Know? And I, I spent a lot of time with Coach Wilder, guys. You know, I, I used to have to work for him in the summer. I was I was up there at the high school all day with him in the summer, mm-hmm. looking at him, not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, watching film, talking about certain things and things like that. And so... But he was a great coach, man. He, I mean, we, we put it this way. We couldn't have had anybody better. That's for sure. That's for sure. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I mean, we had a great time in high school. And, and, you know, when I left the next year, you guys did really good because I remember coming to the Bartow game. Uh, y- y'all lost that night, though, right? We lost, yeah. But yeah, Nelson, Nelson, Nelson picked it up a step in that game. Yeah. Nelson did a great job. Oh, yeah. Nelson, man, that, that was a game, you know. Yeah. I ended up coming to the game late that night. I was I was riding to the game from Tallahassee. I didn't have a car. So I was I was in the car with Chuck Jones, Don Moreau, and David Peel. Oh wow. And we didn't leave till late, right? And we we're trying to get to the game because I was supposed to speak to the team before the game, right? <laughs> and and didn't get there on time enough. But um I Wendell Thomas was a, a, another good classmate you guys had. Yeah, yeah. You know, Wendell died a couple years ago. He did, yeah. Yeah, he, uh-huh. he passed a couple years ago. Gosh. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, yeah, yeah. Mm. But, you know, life still goes on. It still yeah. goes on. Yeah. Well, listen, guys. Hey, listen, man. We we, we, we got to do this again. You know, yeah. we, we need to get um, some more guys from your class on at the same time. We need to get Greg Davis and Jerome Burgess on here. Yeah, yeah. that'd be nice. And, and some of those guys, man. And, you know, Fred Bernardi was a year behind you you guys. Did right? Was Fred no. with you guys? Fred, 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 Fred was Fred in our class. Him. Okay. Yeah. We've got to get Fred on this show, man. Fred is a one of the yeah. – he's a great guy. Fred, yeah. Alan Armour. Alan Armour, yeah. man. What was yeah. Alan Armour doing these days, man? we got to yeah. get up with those guys, right? I'm not sure. I know he's still living in Delray. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I keep up with Nelson a little bit mm-hmm. on Facebook and stuff. Right. You know, a few mm-hmm. people or so. Mm-hmm. But uh, Gary Taylor, you guys remember Gary Taylor? Yeah. yeah. Gary lives in – Chattanooga or somewhere up there. Oh, wow. I thought he was oh, over wow. in Germany for a little while. No, he was over. He got married. He went over to law enforcement over in somewhere, okay. and then he came back. Yeah, he was another one of our big offensive linemen. Yeah, 165 pounds, yeah. Something, <laughs> like Kevin. It, it's a little skinny guy too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, it, you know, it's funny. Uh, the, uh, you know, Muttley was probably bigger than any lineman when he oh, was. Oh man, yeah. And then you know, Jim Fisher, of course, was bigger than everybody. Yeah. But then again, I guess to listen, listen to Kevin, and um, shoot, Charles Newman probably was bigger than all of them. <laughs> you know, yeah. and he was a. Hey, you know what? Now I'm gonna say this, and we're gonna get off. There. What a good guy. But Charles Newman was a different kind of a fullback. He was really like a tailback fullback. Yep. He mm-hmm. was so fast. When I would give him the ball, I would, a lot of times I wouldn't even see him. I just feel the ball. <laughs> he's taking the ball out of my hand. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you yeah. think about playing, I played with Mutt Lee two years, and, you know, he was a big guy. Big guy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know. And, and well, was, do you guys know where is Charles around? Is I thought Charles has been on the show. I had Newman on the show. I got his contact information. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'll get it to you. And, uh, but look. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time this show is presented by Bet Online. Hey guys, that's our show for tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks, um, Bobby. Enjoy it. This, this yeah, is our thanks lesson a lot. segment. Reminiscing. And these guys, Nelson McMurray and John Hires and the great Kevin Nolan, they're all legends in Delray. We love you, man. And appreciate your time for coming on the show. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. 
head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.